Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... It is Gator. And today, we're going to find out that monthly question, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? So you with the box. What was in the box? What's in the box? So we have the April My Monthly Cigar Box here, and... Uh, Jeff, I don't know about you, but it's like Christmas morning. It is. And I'm dying to crack open my present. And my Bovida seal of freshness is intact. Yes. Yes. The little sticker on the outside there is intact. So we're going to... Oh, God. It's really intact. I know. I'm like, (laughs) am I going to be able to get by that? (gasps) Oh! Damn it. There's some goodies. This is problematic, Jeff. Are you really bested by your Bovida seal of freshness? My my seal of freshness is preventing me from getting the cigars here. Where's your torch? There we go. I figured it out. I'm not going to light my box on fire. That's what she said. Yeah, that's what she Um, said. Anyway. (laughs) You beat me to it. Oh, we have some goodies. We do. So, first things first, we have the envelope. The envelope of information. My monthly... Cigar sticker? Yeah, I ran out of stickers, so Nick over at my monthly was bugging me about sending him <laughs> more, and I need to get more printed up. So well, you think not. everybody that's getting the boxes has it by uh, now? You would think. You, would, you think. would. But he keeps adding people, so that's those true. people don't have one. So. That is true. We also anyway, got some gum. We did. There is a nice pack of extra long-lasting flavor polar ice gum polar in there. Polar ice gum. You know why? Because when you smoke cigars, sometimes you feel not so fresh. <laughs> 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 anyway it's like summer's eve for your mouth right wow <laughs> oh my god oh uh, the best part we're a little is, slug nutty from I'll the uh the best shelter in place order the best part is this will be good for our weight loss challenges it's only five calories per serving there you go i know right so i'll have about six servings yeah i chain i chain chew gum like, I get done, and, like, the flavor's gone, well, and I just pop another piece. There's 15 servings in the container, Jeff, so I think you're, I think you're okay. That'll get me through three chewins. Three chewins. <laughs> so, now the question. What's in the box? What's in the box? Here we go. You want to go ahead and announce the first one here? It's the Monte Cristo White Label. The Monte Cristo White Label is a Rothschild, or Robusto size, 5 by 52 with an Ecuador, Connecticut wrapper, a Nicaraguan binder, and a Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. It did receive a 91-point rating from Cigar Aficionado. Next up is the Nica Libre. Nica Libre by Aganorsa. It is the 6x60 Titan with a Corojo wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan filler. That's a medium to full cigar. It is. Next up, we have the Greycliff G2 Maduro. That is a Pirate, also a Torpedo. 6x52, its wrapper is Connecticut Broadleaf and Maduro with a Nicaraguan binder and filler. And a medium strength. And we have the Macanudo Cafe. The Macanudo Cafe is a Hyde Park size, also known as a Robusto. 5.5x49, it has a Connecticut wrapper, a Mexican San Andreas binder, and the filler is Dominican and Mexican. Now, of these cigars... And that also did get a 90-point rating from Cigar Aficionado. And I don't think we mentioned that. Did we mention that the Monte Cristo White Label got a 91? I did mention did that. Did you mention that? I did mention I that. You should listen. You should. But anyway... <laughs> that is a uh, medi- medium to mild strength, by the way. What? The Monte Cristo? Or a mild to medium strength. Yeah, the Monte yeah, Cristo. Yeah, the Macanudo's a mild. Yeah. So, 
He was good to you this month. He was month. good to me this month. He gave you a little reprieve after last Thank month's... Thank you, uh, Nick, for my monthly cigar. Strength cigars. bomb. Of well, box, I tell you what, so. that thing hit me hard. You got through it. You powered through I it. I did power through. You did the, good. The one that really got me was that first one, that Tricky Tracker. Yeah. And the second one, I believe it was the diesel um, on the retro hail. That yeah, that thing knocked you back. Burn. I remember yeah. that. So that hit me hard and just kept going. Yep. Time well, dude, it is a gorgeous day in Southern Illinois. It really is. I mean, you know, aside from the Corona, but we're outside on the deck practicing the, some social distancing at the Nick and Gator Studios, the mobile studio. This, well, this is one of the two homes. Naming the, rights are available. Naming rights are available, <laughs> but this is the Nick and Gator Studios for right now. Yep. And so, um, yeah. We're just kind of enjoying the day. Little I'm little breeze coming through. Cracking my pack People here. People are out and yeah, exactly. We're People crack, are around. Cracking open the bag here. Well, I tell you what, those are it. They're gorgeous cigars, and it is a very uh, diverse pack of cigars. Couple of robustos. I'm not normally much of a robusto smoker, so this is this is nice. It gives me a little diversity. That here. Agonorsa, that's a cigar, buddy. That is a cigar. Yeah, that's something. And that G2, that's a dark wrapper. tell you, though, that Macanudo. You know, I always overlook Macanudos, and I like them. And I, I don't have one in my humidor. Well, okay, I do now. There you go. Now you do. Now I do. So what are we going to smoke today, Jeff? I'm going to let you pick. You always pick, so I'm going to let you pick. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I want to do that Monte Cristo. Okay. It's the Monte Cristo White Series. The White Label Monte Cristo. Now I'll tell you, I don't, I'm, I don't know if this is the exact same. But this is going to be interesting for me. Okay. Because if you remember, if you remember, and you're not going to remember because, quite frankly, I don't even know if you can remember much of yesterday. I have no short-term memory. But if you can remember, flashback in your mind to July 2000. Flashback. (laughs) I'm sorry, folks. He had to stop and adjust his hair. It was blown in my face. That's what happened there. I had to wait a moment so he could stop and adjust his hair. You get a haircut and stop looking homeless. Maybe you can, you know, fix that. It's but part of my charm. Anyway, um, if you flash back to July of 2018, you and I were at Caesar's Palace. We were, and we were. I was back when you could go places, walking, do things. I know, right? And we were walking into the humidor at the Monte Cristo Lounge there oh, at gorgeous. Caesar's Palace. Just gorgeous. And we're looking around at all the different cigars, and I, you know, was not a cigar smoker at the time. No. But I was wrapped up in the atmosphere. You're looking at stuff, and I will admit the very polite and pleasant... um, Gorgeous Russian. Russian uh, lady definitely helped in the situation. And so I picked up two cigars. And those are the two that got got me into this, right? Yes. They were Monte Cristo White Series. There you go. So the flashback. I know, right? To so a simpler th- time. This could very well be a definite like flashback cigar for me. Well, well this I know is, this is going to be a nice little romp yeah. down memory lane. Let me get mine out of the uh, cellophane. I will also get mine out of the cellophane here. Look at that, making noise with the cellophane. <laughs> Anyway. I feel like you're picking on me. That was a double cellophane right there. (laughs) (laughs) It's the one time I'll actually do that, you know, because I I can't prepare my cigar like I normally would because I have to crack open the box. That's exactly what we had to do. And and it's all about the surprise. It is. And this was a surprise. I'm actually, uh, I'm kind of jazzed about this box. So I guess we'll go ahead and get to the cutting of this cigar. I think I want to save the Macanudo for the last week. Okay. So we'll... 
we'll uh, you know work accordingly through the pack. Okay, there All you right. go. Well, this uh, the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company in Crestwood, Missouri. Now, as I've been saying, call ahead. Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company at this moment is still doing um, to go and curbside. However, there, I mean. That can change it in a moment's notice. I mean, drop of a hat. You know how things are going with uh, governments and shutdowns and this and that and essential and non-essential and all that. So at this moment, Dan over at Riverman is available. But for right now, make sure you call ahead and just kind of check and see. But I know Dan is looking forward to the day that he can uh, he can open back up for business and get everybody in the lounge and smoking and having a good time again and. You know, we, we all are. We all are, but but for right now, just call ahead. And he also does mail order stuff too. That's the other thing. If if like you know you're you're somewhere and you can't get a cigar, and you want one, and maybe you just are are low. Maybe your supplies are getting low. Something like that. Give Dan a call over at Riverman Cigar Company, and just let him know, and he can he can take care of you. So. The old boy will hook you up. Yes, he will. So, well, it is now time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. And I am going to use my perfect cut from Riverman Cigar Company. You are indeed going to do that, aren't you? Even took a picture with it. You did. So, I am going to do a straight cut on this. I don't, you know, I don't, I've been doing the V cut a lot lately, but I You have been. I'm going to do the straight cut since... Uh, that's what we... Oh, I totally missed the ashtray. Just completely shanked that. completely <laughs> missed the ashtray on that. But I'm going to do the, the straight cut since I did a straight cut on the on the Monte Cristo that I had first. So Okay, here we go. The uh, cold draw. The cold draw. It's a little fruity. No. What I'm getting? You don't get that? No. Like a raisin. No, I'm not getting that. I'm getting maybe like a... Raisins. Or okay. Fig Newton, something in, the, no, in that line, in I'm that not, vein. I'm not getting that. I'll be honest. I'm not really getting much of anything. If I were to say that I were getting anything, it's kind of a... Uh, Tobacco? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got raisins. Raisins, Fig Newton, some kind of dried fruit. No. I'm... Yeah, I'm still <sighs> getting it. The more Fig Newton now than raisin. Corn? Corn. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, like, maybe like... A nice maize? Like a corn flake. You're high. No. Since okay. I'm getting raisins and cold off of this one. I'm not getting Fig raisins. Newton. I'm not Fig getting Newton's what I'm going with. Not getting it, that. It graduated. Not that. getting that. Okay, hold on. The cold retro. Oh, for God's sakes. Oh, yeah. You really. No. Fig Newton on the cold <sighs> retro. You don't. Come on, brother. Try it. So. Corn. I think Corn my does. ass. Seriously, I think he makes me do the cold retro just to secretly laugh at me. I think he knows this is crap. No, it works. And. <sighs> Everybody gives me shit for it, but it works. There's nothing to retro. I'm sorry. Pull it in. I'm blow it out. Come on. Dude. You got this. Oh, you did. You got a flavor note. <laughs> I did not. You did, too. I just you got lion sack. I saw your face. You're like, oh, my God. I got I, You did. <laughs> You're a lion sack of shit. And I can see it. You, listen to him. You uh, did, didn't you? God damn it. Oh, you you son of a bitch! I am getting. Fess up. I'm not getting Fig Newton. I am getting that same kind of like, the same taste that I was getting off the cold draw. I was. I'm getting it here. But you just admitted you experienced. But I will admit a cold that it, retro. It unfortunately may very well have actually like 
possibly smelled a little bit more when I exhaled. Yes! <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a thing. All right, I'm going to light this cigar now. <laughs> I can see the look on your face when it actually worked. You're such an asshole. <sighs> I, I'm trying to broaden your horizons, brother. No, this is just trouble. <laughs> I can't believe you admitted it, but there was no way. If anyone had seen a video of you doing that or saw your face, they'd have known immediately. Oh, my God. God, we're in a wind tunnel. I know. I was worried about burning my hand just now lighting this thing. I was worried about you setting your shirt on fire because the flame was blowing right back at you. Yeah, I know. That's why I was worried about my hand. But yeah, It's a little windy. A tad chilly, but beautiful here in the uh, you know zombie apocalypse that we call Southern Illinois. I really Boy. am depressed. Well, let's let's talk about go. the cigar first. And okay, then go can, ahead. Then you can talk about your crippling depression. Okay, go. <laughs> I didn't say crippling. Jeff, I see you. You're crippled by it. <laughs> I, um, I was till today. I've I've kind of bounced back. It's a little creamy. It is. It's kind of a creamy cigar. Um, I don't. I was wrong on corn. That is that is you were so wrong well, on like corn. Like corn flake. I wasn't saying corn like little niblets of corn. I was saying like, you know, corn flake. <laughs> Baby like, corn. Like cereal. From like, the cup like pal. Like corn cereal. Yeah. Like like corn checks or corn flakes, something like that. Ooh, it burns on the retro. Really? Mine burned. Yeah. It was probably killing off all the corona in my sinus cavities. I was going to say I'm actually saying this is a ridiculously mild retro. Like I just did two of them and and no react no reaction at all. Um, it's a really mild. Kind it of, is creamy. Kind of, it is a creamy cigar, though. Hate to say this, it reminds me of like a uh, you know Leaf by Oscar. It's got that creamy flavor to it. I'm not getting quite that, but I mean I'm getting a creamy flavor, but I'm not getting quite like it's not reminding me of a. Leaf yeah, it does. By Oscar, it does for me. Anyway, that's a good cigar. I'm liking it though. Considering like that's one of my top five, that's a compliment to the cigar. This is a good cigar. I always forget about... I, it's very light. I always forget about the Monte Cristos, and I don't know why. I don't know. I I, I shouldn't. I, I mean, I love them. I see them. I just don't tend to really buy them. I don't gravitate them, towards them, but, but they're good. Yeah. I don't I, know. That's I weird. I don't know. I don't know. I might... I don't know. I, I will admit, when I first got back from Vegas... And had those those two white series, I did go looking for them, and I found some, but they just weren't quite the same. Yeah. And I don't rem- I don't know what that was all about, but they weren't quite the same. This is kind of reminding me a lot of that first cigar. Like I am getting that kind of like. It's it's very light. I mean, I can tell you now that this is definitely a cigar that. You know, it was good for me in the very beginning. But it, it it was a good gateway cigar, is what was, you're saying. Yeah, I have I have blown my palate to the <laughs> point that I need stronger now. So it is a very mild light cigar. Boy, I like it. Now we're not getting much of the smoke experience. No, it is because of the wind tunnel we're that. sitting in. And I'm hoping maybe that dies down a little bit. Back to my depression. Done recording. Okay, we'll get back. Part to Part of what I'm depressed now. about is I really thought I was going to enjoy the zombie apocalypse more than this. I really did. Wow. I mean, Nick, what are we, are we three weeks in at this point? Uh, Yeah, I guess we're probably about three weeks since the kids, you know, stopped yeah. going to school. I haven't fired a shot in anger yet. Well, that's on you. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I thought, I thought there'd be zombies. 
I thought there'd be looting by now. I mean, I'm grateful there's no looting, but I thought there'd be looting. I mean, that's on you. You can you know, start the looting. I spent all that money on Probably the sand. You got to have a few other people go along, or else it's just one person to arrest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You need a. You need you know a mass it, it of needs humanity. To be a, a gaggle. You need to get lost in a sea of humanity. Yeah. You need you need a lot of no, people. I I spent all that money on the sand and the sandbags. I've set up my nest out in front of the house. All the neighbors stare at it when they come by. I know. You've got your bunker. I do. And yet everything is just sitting there unused. I know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you on that front. I don't either. So there's dust in my gun barrel. Again, that's on you. <laughs> you can go out shooting anytime. <laughs> I, I I don't think that's it's you not socially have, acceptable yet. You have property. You can go to your property. I took Addy this weekend. I know we covered that. Yeah, on I took Tuesday. her down this weekend. Yeah, we only shot the twenty two. She's a dead eye. We covered that on that kid. Well, can I don't shoot. know if we covered the fact that you let your daughter shoot on Tuesday, but we did cover you going to the farm. Oh, she on loves Tuesday. she loves target practice. Uh, yeah, I know. So, I've also taught her to reload the clips. Well, that's you know, kind of a whole uh, no, that's, that's patriot thing. I was gonna say that's good. That way, while you're shooting down the zombies, you know she yes. can be reloading the next gun. Yes, yeah. although she is a better shot than me. So, well, then maybe I may you need... ought to be reloading her clips. It's kind of like the patriot, you know, when he's running around in the woods, yeah. the ghost taking out all the uh, British soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So you want to get into a little cigar? I need my hatchet. Oh my god! <laughs> I got the hair. I can do the whole Patriot thing right now. Just cover myself like in fake blood and Mel stay Gibson. there with the hatchet. Mel Gibson was a lot thinner. God, you're a dick. Anyway, you want to get into a little cigar news? Let's do that, and then we're going to circle back to the weight loss challenge okay. now that you brought up weight. Uh, so we got a couple of things that have popped shallow since uh, the last episode. I'm going to try and start interspersing some cigar news into this. Why wouldn't we? Because you know what? Here's the thing. You and I are paying attention, but not everybody is. But, it, you know, some stuff impacts people. We're journalists. That's exactly. what we're here for. We're here to impart information. So our first bit of news comes from the state of Kentucky, where the legislature passed their budget. And their budget contains a cigar tax increase. Sons of bitches. Yep. So the budget, which is heading to the governor for signature... It will increase the tax on non-cigarette tobacco products, which includes cigars, from 15% to 25% of the wholesale cost. So the example that is given on Half Wheel states that a cigar that has an MSRP of $9.50, the pre-sales tax uh, cost would increase from $10.93 to $11.88 by their estimates. Wow. So... Yep. They're just trying to gouge us. So Kentucky is raising their tax rates on cigars. I hate that because I actually like to go down to the uh, tobacco barn in Paducah, Kentucky from time to time. Yeah. Great place. Two humidors. No waiting. Okay. Yeah. You've never been there, have you? I haven't been there. You've told me about it, but yeah, I it's haven't actually, been by there. It doesn't look like anything from the outside, but you go in and it just, I mean, they just have a ton of sticks. Well, good. Yeah. It's just this little place right kind of out in front of the uh, Twin Oaks Mall there in Paducah. Okay. Freestanding building. All right. Yeah. So in other news, um, we talked last episode about the cigar factories in Nicaragua that have shut down from coronavirus. Uh, When we reported that, it was seven. It is now up to ten. Wow. And so now we have Aganorsa Leaf, Black Label Trading Company, Drew Estates, Espinosa Premium Cigars, Hoya de Nicaragua, Mombacho Cigars, Nicaraguan American Cigars, Placencia Cigars, Romacraft Tobacco, and Tabacalera Aragon. 
Wow. So that sucks. That's a lot of people out of work. I'm telling you, man, and and it's not any better in Dominican or uh, Honduras either. So, you know, we're I I really do fear that at some point we're going to see a, a a supply shortage that we're going to see a slowdown. So well, that the fact that. You know, we don't know from day to day if our lounges, uh, the lounges are closed, but even if the uh, humidors are going to be open for purchasing. Precisely. Yeah. So, in other corona-related news, La Florida Dominicana has laid off four of its eight sales reps due to the economic downturn. Damn. Um, they announced that they laid off um, some sales reps in the Northeast, Southeast, Midwest, and Southwest territories. So um, they're handling the territories um, on the other reps, I should say, are handling the territories on a temporary basis. Wow. So, um, well, but really, I, I, I mean, sales have got to be way down with the closure of the stores. Precisely. And, and everything else. So it, the company did say that once things improve, they're going to reestablish sales reps in the areas. So Man. it's one of those things. You know, that sucks. People just got to. It, it does suck, but. I don't know. And then finally, in a uh, potential bit of good news, um, the FDA has asked the court to delay the substantial equivalence deadline until September 9th, 2020, because of coronavirus. The deadline was set for May 12th, 2020. However, the FDA basically has said, you know, corona is just disrupting everything. We need to slow this down a little bit. And so right now, the only thing stopping that delay to September 9th would be the signature of the judge allowing it. It's such a stupid law. Just, I know, but just wipe it out. At the very least, you know, it pushes things back for the manufacturers by a couple of months. So that's good. Yeah. You know, it kind of gives them a little bit more time. for For those of you that don't know what it is, Nick. Explain what the substantial equivalence or whatever. Explain what that is. The long and short of it is if a company, if a manufacturer were to put out a, a, a quote-unquote new cigar, they have to prove that it is substantially equivalent to another cigar that's already on the market, that was on the market prior to the, uh, the law going into effect, which I'm wanting to say, I don't remember the exact date for that, but... Um, Why can't there, there, is a spe- there is a specific date that, that it starts by. And so what that means is let's say I want to put out a cigar that has a, com- a Connecticut wrapper, a Nicaraguan binder, and a Nicaraguan filler. What I now have to do is I have to find an, a grandfathered or already established product that has those elements, and you have to basically compare your new product to that product. But it's not just the, the makeup of the cigar. It's also how many cigars are in the box. What is the size? Is it cellophane or is it non-cellophane? Um, it's so stupid. You know, that sort of thing. So It's just stupid. So basically, if I were to come out with a new cigar, I would have to then find something that, it, that equates to it, and then that way I would have to submit that and say, you know, this cigar is just like this cigar, and that makes it okay. What's wrong with just making a new cigar? Exactly, especially uh, what, since, yeah. especially since in terms of like the predicate blends and everything like that, uh, the ones that are that are pre-established, we're only talking about the makeup of the cigar. We're not talking about the actual percentages and recipes. So let's say, let's say I had a Connecticut wrapper 
and uh, Nicaraguan binder and filler, but maybe I used 20% of the Lajero instead of 50% of the Lajero in my in my you know binder and wrap or filler or something yeah. like that. Um, that doesn't matter. All that matters is the Connecticut, Nicaragua, Nicaragua, and then if I'm doing robustos, I have to find an equivalent box of robust, you know, the, with that makeup, with that, with the, with that size, and if I'm cellophane, you know, that one should be cellophane. You, know, you see what I mean? It's it's Ugh. it's the goofiest like comparison that they're making. It's just another government hoop to jump through. Well, because of course there's fees and everything attached to all these filings. Yes. So, yeah, it's it's a money grab. So that is cigar news for this episode. So Nick, what are you getting on your uh, Monte Cristo? Well, I, I will admit I'm struggling with it a little bit. I'm struggling with pulling flavor notes from it. It's very and you just and I just party fouled all, all over, over yourself myself there. It's uh, it is a very mild cigar. Do a retro. I'm still getting that burn on the retro. I don't know how you're not getting that. It's a very mild. Well, let me aim away from the wind too. But it's a very mild cigar, and that is causing a bit of a bit of a difficulty for me to try and pull something from it. Boy, I mean, if there's any like peppery, spicy kind of thing there, it's extraordinarily light. It's like a white pepper kind of thing. It's yeah. really right, really, really light. I don't get much. I I just in general, it, it's a good cigar. It's it's mild. It's just not one that's really like hitting me with a whole lot of flavor. Yeah, but it, but it's not a bad cigar. I have some Monte Cristos in my humidor. This is a good one. I had a I had a what did I win? I won a five pack at Kansas City. You and, won everything uh, at Kansas City, and they're they're in the humidor. So I did win a lot at Kansas City. You're right. You really did. You cleaned up. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know it until months later. Boy, I hope they have that festival this year. Oh, me too. I was just talking with Al over at the Good Cigar about it, and the tickets go on sale for Kansas City on June first, and the actual event is the beginning of September. So I'm I'm hoping that, I mean, my God, September is so far away. I can only hope that maybe we're like somewhat back to normal to where if we're not, we I'm going to be selling my oak leaves by then for people to wipe their butts. Well, I have all those newspapers in my office, so True. that's good. I'm, I'm stocked that going up for us. toilet paper for a little while. It's yeah. There's some back on the shelves now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I don't know if the rest of the country or world is experiencing that, but for some reason, everyone in southern Illinois' go-to supply was toilet paper. Well, no, that that is so a thing. So stupid. But I think the... You know, I was just talking with somebody about this the other day, about the whole toilet paper situation, and what the only thing we could figure... Because everybody, it seems at this point, has a good supply of it. But no, no, I know people that were running out. I actually bought an extra pack for uh, uh, Kristen's sister, Allie. All right, well, because they were they were down to their last roll. A lot of people have have toilet. Yeah. not everybody, but I guess a lot of people have a, a you know somewhat decent supply. And so, but but I've talked to people that have like plenty of toilet paper in their house. Yeah. And yet they still want more. And I'm like, why do you want more? And they're like, well, it's not that we fear, like, running through what we've got. It's that when we do run through what we've got, are we going to be able to get more? Yeah. And so they're still buying it, even though they really don't need it. They're still buying it because they just don't know if they're going to have it later. Well, the one good thing about it is you can always use it. Like, it's not well, going to go that's, bad. That's it's not going to an expiration it, it's date. It's just going to sit in the garage or wherever you store it, you yeah. know, for... Ever and ever and ever. So. Exactly. Yeah. 
You know, it's not like my... Uh, Which, that's true. Charmin might be uh, cleaning up right now, but they might see a... They're going to see a lull. Big lull here in the second half of the year or something like that when people are using the supply they've been buying up now, so... Yeah, but like I said, I know people that are out. And I will say it's been nice, at least in this area, um, a lot of the stores, and I don't know if this is nationwide either, it might be, but a lot of the stores have actually made it to where uh, senior citizens get the first hour or so of the day of shopping. Yeah. Now, granted, you know, all those old people are buying up all the toilet paper, so I can't have any, but at least they're getting to get in and get something. Well, the other I will say the other thing about that though is I was talking. To I say someone, old people. I'm fifty. I'm getting there quick. I was just talking to someone just this morning um, who was able to utilize that time, and they were expressing some um, frustration. I think is a good word for it. Really? About how what happened was there was an older couple in front of them in line who brought their 20-something-year-old son along with them. And then they did two two transactions. They're cheating. So they were cheating the system and allowing that 20-something-year-old to come in with them ahead of time. That's when you throat punch those people. Now, I know Costco has actually... um, I'm advocating violence. Costco has stopped that. They've told they've told people that if you're going to come in during this early time, you can't you know bring other people with you to yeah. aid you in the shopping. You got to do it yourself, kind of thing. But I don't think Sam's Club has, and so that's uh, and Sam's Club is where you know they uh, had their experience. Had the, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So what else is going on, Jeff? I uh, listened in on a webinar today on some of the Care Act mm. stuff that's uh, got passed. It's it, it gave me a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. I think I'm becoming a socialist now, counting on the government for my <sighs> money. But, I mean, the government shut down, you know, my advertising for the most part with all the businesses and, yeah. you know, uh, events and different things that run advertising with me. So, I guess that's yeah. uh, where we're at. I am struggling with that. I am I'm I am a very small government minded individual. For for those of you that don't know, we uh, Nick and I are both uh, journalists. We own newspapers, and I'm a very small government minded individual. I mm-hmm. don't think government should be involved in really any aspects of our life other than you know what they're chartered to do, which is you know defend the country with the military, infrastructure, infrastructure, interstate, interstate commerce, interstate commerce. Yeah. And that's that's really about it. Everything else should be handled on a state level. And I th- and even we sound like wackadoos, and even in terms of state stuff, truth be told, I think they are involved in way too much stuff. And you know, I just I'm struggling with this because you're right. The government through this this pandemic has they have you know shut down all of the businesses that advertise with us. They've shut down a lot of stuff, and so now we are all forced into this situation where we're relying on the government to help us out. And that's just, that's an unsettling place to be. It really is. You know? And the other thing that boggles my mind is we have this gazillion dollar debt. I don't even know what the federal debt is up to right now. We can pull up, there's a a calculator that shows it online. But we've got this huge, like, mounting debt. And we just handed out another, what, $6 trillion or something crazy? From where? Two. Whatever. I mean, this... Stimulus is two, but yeah, that's phase three. Well, phase but, four is coming. But dude, let's be real. You know, we live in Illinois, and it's the same thing. You know, they're they're promising all this aid and help to all these different places and these grants and this and that and whatever else. And state of Illinois is broke. I mean, we've been broke. We've been broke for a while. At least we're selling pot now. 
And, you know, I just, I don't know where they're coming up with the money for all this. Yeah. And, and they I, can't explain well, it. No, they can't explain it because yeah. you know what it's going to result in? It's going to result in tax increases for all of us. Yeah. We're all going to get hit with tax increases later because, and it'll all be under the, oh, well, you know, we didn't want to do this, but you know what? Corona just wrecked our budget and we have to, we have to do a tax increase to, to get back on track. There's a thing on the ballot this fall to change the way that we're taxed in Illinois. And that's what they're going to use to push for that. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, I didn't even think about it. So, no, this is, this is not going to be good. And they're going to nope. talk about how, you know, we're going to tax the rich at a higher rate because, you know, they need to, they have the means and blah, blah, blah. And I, I hate that. I hate that because it, it discourages people from achieving a higher level of wealth. Well, it also actually makes people hide their money. Yeah. Off, offshore, overseas. Yeah. And that, that happens. Yeah. Look at all these companies. They're, you know, Apple. Look at the amount of money that's overseas from Apple that could be here if we didn't have the oppressive taxes that we do. Well, I keep hoping that maybe through this, maybe some of these businesses will realize that it wasn't really smart to put all their eggs in the China basket in terms yeah. of production. Speaking of that, Apple. That they need to bring some of this stuff back to the states at the very least so that they can continue working in case something like this happens well, again. And, and like I said this in one of the other, I think it was one of my harshness. It was one of your harshness. Yeah. You haven't done a I haven't Gator Dole's out the harshness I've been too depressed while. to be harsh. Um, you going to dole out some harshness today? It, not really. I'm in a good mood today. Okay. Yeah, All, right. You know. All right. But you never know. You might get. You might trigger me. You'll hit a hot button and I'll go off. But uh, I'm not getting oh. close enough to you to hit a hot button. That's we have true. to social distance. That's true. Valid point. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things is, you know, God forbid we just make stuff here. Yeah. No, I know. I, so. I, I, I do not understand. And I get it. I get, you know, I, I'm going to make some people mad here. I get it. I get the whole need for unions. And I, trust me, I grew up in a coal mining area. I know why we have unions. But on the flip side, you've got the SEIU, you've got the teachers union that have done a lot of stuff. Uh-oh. Nick's low, yeah, Uh-oh. Okay, maybe there is we're, some harshness coming here. Oh, we're... I'm going to dole it out. We're maybe getting into the harshness here. But you've got a situation where... This is we a have, soft harshness, I We guess. have priced ourselves out of the market. We can, They can actually build things in China. And ship them here on a ginormous boat and then bring them in and ship them out across the country using the train system and trucks cheaper than we can make it here and just go get it. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, that's because the people over there are making like five cents an hour, whereas over here, you know. But (laughs) you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But my problem with that is, okay, they're making five cents, you know, or whatever. But I'm still paying $1,000 for an iPhone. Well, how much markup is on that iPhone? Well, exactly. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off the rails here a little bit. But if the company was actually being responsible to its users, wouldn't you produce it here, pay a living wage, and Apple makes maybe a dollar less in profit? Maybe. I mean... Is that such a wild concept? Um, I would hope maybe post-corona, maybe not. But let's be real. You and I both understand that businesses are in it to make as much money as possible. So we'll see how this ends up. But there's a point where, you know, now they've hamstrung themselves because they are so reliant on cheap labor in China. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Those factories aren't working. True. Well, and it seems like China always, every couple of years 
has some like pandemic sweep through and causes a disruption. Yeah. So, I don't know. No, absolutely. Well, enough about this depressing shit, Jeff. Why don't we talk about losing weight? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's oh, out, wait. Of the, out of the pan into oh, the fire wait, right I was going to say. <laughs> well, so we're recording this on Thursday. Yes. For Friday. And so that means that I have been uh, been at it for two days. I'm going to admit something. Uh-oh. I've been at it for a day. I, and you know what? Before, I, I'm not going to pile on you. Because for the listeners, April 1st was the first day of the Nick and Gator Weight Loss Challenge. Yes. You know, named still to be determined. Send a send TBD. your send your your name ideas to uh, at my monthly cigars on Instagram. However, I will give Jeff a pass for April first, Wednesday, because that was your daughter's tenth birthday. Yes, and, and when I said that I was going to start this, she was so depressed because uh, she had a cookie cake. And she realized that if I started the diet, I wasn't going to get to enjoy the cookie cake with her. So I'll go ahead. I had a piece of cookie I'll cake. I'll go ahead and, and, you know, give you give you a pass on that. Yeah. But anyway. Are you going to so give me a pass on the popcorn I ate today? No. Because I did eat some popcorn. We were watching that yeah, webinar I referenced that's right. earlier. The Cheetos Flaming Hot Popcorn. Really, Look. really starting to put in the work for the troops there, buddy. <laughs> I only had like 20 pieces of popcorn, but great, still. Great work for the troops still, there. Still, there was a little carb. So, I have been good. Um, yesterday, I had a nice big salad. And um, then today. The Unwitch. I ha- I did have an Unwitch over at the Jimmy John's. Was it freaky fast? It was depressing as hell is what it was. <laughs> there it is looked n- good. No, there is nothing worse in the world. <laughs> then deciding that you're going to trim back your carbs. And so you roll through the Jimmy John's drive through You get that turkey tom. And you say you want it as an unwitch. And you're already kind of depressed because you know you're not going to get the bread. And then you pull up to the window. And they open up that window to take your debit card. And you can smell the damn bread. Oh, and it smells so good. And you're watching the guy cutting the bread, prepping somebody's sandwich. And it just looks so delightful. And then they hand you... Turkey and tomato wrapped in freaking <laughs> lettuce. And it's iceberg, too. It's not and even it's the good just, stuff. Just. I mean, like a nice romaine or a buttercrisp. Oh, God. It's just depressing as hell. So, Maybe a collard green. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting in the effort here. <laughs> I, putting I in the man hours. Putting in the effort here. So, had that and some apples. Now, my lunch today, although I did have a little bit of beef jerky and a little, little just a little bit of popcorn during the uh, webinar that I was watching. But my lunch today was a smoothie. Beef jerky and popcorn. Yeah. It wasn't a lot. It was a lot of beef jerky, but it's low carb. You know, I think there needs to be some sort of a... Con- the, you know, the one aspect of this that I don't think you and I have ever actually finalized up is some sort of a contest between you and I mm-hmm. about who loses the most percentage. Are we going to go on gross tonnage or percentage of weight? Percentage, you dick. Because you start off a little higher than I do. Yeah, I do. But you know How what? Many, what's the difference? I think it's 62 pounds. 65. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm wait. A, no, you're 303. 303. So 62. 
Yeah, sixty-two pounds. So yeah. yeah. So. Um, but I'm I'm depressed. I'm starting oh. at three hundred three. Yeah, you can just call me the annual man because I was three sixty-five. It's true. So. Technically, be a quarter if you add in the leap year. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, as covered in an earlier podcast. So I'm I'm hoping. I'm I'm working. I'm working. I'm proud of you. We're only two days in. Two days in. I'm one day in. Yeah. So you got a you got a day head start on me there, brother. So I guess the question becomes, what is the bet for who loses the most percentage-wise? Hmm. Oh, maybe we could open that up to the listeners as well. Oh, God. What do they think is a fair uh, oh, wager? Oh, I think that's a horrible idea. <laughs> that's why I said it. That's a horrible idea. We love listener interaction. I know, but this is going to result in one of us doing something really stupid. Oh, yeah. But let's be honest. I'm probably going to do whatever it is anyway. Well, yeah. Whether we film it or not, um, you know. All right. Well, I guess if it's something yeah. stupid, I'm going to be involved. I guess we can put that out there and say that yeah, if if you guys have any suggestions for the stupid stuff that we can we can do as a as a bet in terms yeah. of who loses the most and or percentage wise. And what are we? Two months. Yeah, it's uh, April and May. April and May. Okay. So, I'm really depressed though that I started out at three o three. I mean, I've this is the heaviest I've ever been in my the life. The point of this, Jeff, is that you and I let this go way too long. Yeah, a little bit. Way too long. A little bit. But that just means more cigars for the troops as we lose more of what we have to lose. Says the man eating beef jerky and popcorn. Beef jerky is actually not bad. Like on a keto kind of diet, you're okay there. Are oh, you doing keto? Oh, no. You doing keto? No. <laughs> little, doing, ke- little, little keto? A little something for the lister? Like doing keto? Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> Anyway. Thanks, Stewie. <sighs> but no, it's uh, basically, you know, I did my smoothie today. It was bananas, dates, mango, kale, lettuce, and uh, oddly enough, some dandelion greens. Okay. And tops. I love to eat dandelions. Dandelions is a great food. You just got to make sure it's not getting sprayed. And a lot of them do. Yeah, but mine don't. <laughs> mine. I have a couple of dandelions that I purposely let grow in the uh, mulch around my garden so I can, you know, take the greens. They're a little bitter, but they're really, they're good for you. Very okay. good for you. Dandelions are a healthy food. All right, then. And they're good for the bees. All right. So you know my love of the bees. I know you do love the bees. Hey, so. without the pollinators, we're all going to starve to death. So what else is going on? We just glossed right over the bees. I, You know, <laughs> I don't have anything to say about the bees. What? I always have something to say about the bees. Oh, Lord. I plant I plant things specifically in my garden for the bees. Did you know that? Have I ever talked about that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Lavender. You know, there's there's a lot of different things you can plant specifically for the bees. We're white clover is very good for bees as well. Back to the garden pulpit. Just, you know, we're just we're just sitting here <laughs> we're just sitting here talking. Uh, we're just two fat guys on a deck in the nice spring weather talking. Yep. It pretty much sums it up. It pretty much does kind of sum Sun it came up. out, so that's good. Yeah, still, still windy. Still windy, though. Still windy. But, but you know, we'll power through. What you getting on your stick? Um, I'm in the second half, very nearing the final third. And the pepper has started to pick up a little bit yeah. to where 
now I don't have to get any on a retro hail. I am starting to get a little bit just on the flavor. You're further along than I am for once. I'm normally smoking a heady. Well, that's because somebody had to go clean up dog vomit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I had to go Mr. Mom for a little bit there with Addie. Yeah. She had a crisis with the uh, golden doodle. Yeah. He ate a banana peel. Ate an entire banana peel. Work it up all over that, the living room. That damn dog. I'll tell you what. He's a garbage disposal. He will eat anything. You need a locking trash can. Barbie arms and legs. Banana peels. He'll anything that he doesn't think he's supposed to have. He'll scarf down. Kleenexes. The dog loves to just eat Kleenexes. And those are worth like two bucks a piece. Those right are now. gold now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. I had a uh, promotional idea for us. <laughs> Oh yes, oh, I God. think that w- I think we need to take a new promotional photo. Well, or or a promotional photo since we we talk about them all the time. We but never, we've never have done any them. Yeah. I want to do one where we're sitting, and we can find an empty strip club right now because they're all shut down. But we need to have a girl on a pole like in front of us, and then with us at the stage throwing toilet paper at her. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god! I thought about, I actually burned up some brain matter on that today thinking about it. There's a lot How funny that would be that goes into the logistics of that that I don't know if you and I can pull off. Oh, I think we could. We know people. Eh, not really. Mm, I know people. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say I could make that happen. I mean, do we want to make it happen? But I could. But it would just the thought of us like the streamers of toilet paper as the roll throws up on the stage. Yeah, but dude, if it catches her legs, she could trip and fall. Well, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, that could happen on a dollar bill, too. I mean, yeah, but it's much more likely with a That's what we need. Paper. That's what we need is one of those dollar guns, but shooting, like, individual squares of toilet paper out. Oh, my God. Now you got something. Now you got something. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I think we need to make this happen. You know what I realized? You didn't Pat Robertson me all that much during the news there. Well, no. We had I mean, a lot of people really, uh, they, they, they thought the 700 Club reference was funny. <laughs> I thought it was good, too. I was <laughs> impressed. <laughs> what was what was Pat Robertson's sidekick name? His The sidekick he had for years. I don't know. He's not on there anymore. He may have passed away. I'm not sure. I don't know, because when I was watching in college, and the reason I would watch in college is because I didn't have cable. I had rabbit ears. Yep. And so my TV. You got TCT. So here's the problem is that. In where I kept my TV in the apartment, I had two. I had two positions for the rabbit ears. On one position, I got Channel Nine, and I'm wanting to say ABC, and then the other one I would get NBC and like Fox. Right? Yep. Never could get CBS, and so um, I would middle of the day. You know, I'd be at home. I'd be doing something. I'd have the TV on, and I didn't watch you know the cartoons on PBS. So that left me ABC, and that was 700 Club. Hmm. And so it, I found it mildly fascinating to sit and watch this guy give news, and then here comes this old guy just coming along and, you know, giving his opinion. And it was him and, like, some dumpy guy and this um, blonde lady. Yeah. I don't. I can't remember her name. I think and the dumpy guy may have been Robertson's son. I'll say he's involved on it. Okay, yeah. And, and now he is. I was say, I think Pat Robertson's son was the, you know, back in the guy. day. Back in the day. How do we always get on seven hundred club? You brought it up, <laughs> <coughs> and I used to watch it. I get it. No, back in the day, uh, Pat Robertson's sidekick. His name was Ben Kinchlow. He was he was an older black gentleman, very distinguished, and uh, they really played well off of each other. Actually. This is just some useless trivia right here. There is somebody listening to the podcast right now going, oh, my God, 
Ben Cancelo. Oh. I mean, come on. Somebody. Somebody. Maybe a relative. I, maybe. You know. I don't know. Grandson, nephew, something like that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So, anyway. My, my brain is nothing but useless knowledge. Well, that's pretty obvious. I'm kind of to the... everybody uh, listening at this point, I think that's pretty <laughs> obvious. I'm kind of the Cliff Clavin. That'd make you norm. So I'm okay with being norm. Yeah. I like the idea. There you go. Walk into some place. Nick. Just, you get you that know. at Top Shooters when they're open. I get that there. When they used to be open. I also... I do actually get that there to some degree. Yeah, you right. do. And then uh, the hill. I get it at the hill, too. Yeah. You're but a regular at the hill. More, more so than I am. Yeah. It's office number two. It's true. Yeah, because you do a lot of work there. <laughs> I do. When I'm actually down in southern Illinois, you know, boots on the ground kind of thing. You're not working. Ish. Ish. Occasionally. Ish. Occasionally. Occasionally. Ish. <laughs> I haven't really worked for a while now. This. I know. It's going to be hard to get back in the groove after, you know, Corona 2020. You were barely working before Corona 2020. True. That's a valid point. I was going to say. I admit it. I'd bird dog every once in a while and grind on a politician for a while over yeah. something stupid they did. <laughs> and then you hide and watch Breaking Bad, you know, reruns. And in the office. Yeah, in the yeah. office and just, you know, lay on the couch and drug drug. Now, one one show we haven't talked about yet, and I've only seen a little bit of an episode. We don't need to talk about shows. We're going to. <laughs> oh, what else you got, brother? Hiccup there. Yeah, that was, that sounded got, burpy. I got hiccups. Anyway. Um, you miss scare you? No. So, what show are you wanting to touch on? The the freaking Tiger Show. Oh my God, Tiger King! Everybody's talking about this stupid. show. I've only seen and, like ten minutes of it. And I'll tell you, Netflix was genius. Oh God, I do have hiccups. Genius, dropping um that show when everybody is trapped at home. Yeah, it's become a thing. It has become a thing. Have you watched it though? Like ten minutes. Oh, how have you only watched 10 minutes? Well, I can't really watch it with Addie. Yeah, you can. Eh, it's a little harsh. I mean, ish. Yeah, it's she's 10 now. I guess she can <laughs> handle it. The no. first episode is a lot of setup. Okay. Well, let me let me tell you my connection to the Tiger King. Okay. When my daughter Hannah was 12, 13, somewhere in that range, obsessed with tigers. Yeah. You know, big cats, that kind of thing. She loves cats. I took her... To the mall in Marion, Illinois, when it was still a thing. It's a it's, it's a, a ghost town now. It's got trees growing up through it, I'm sure. It's practically a ghost mall. Yeah, ghost mall. Um, but I took her to the Marion Mall, and that guy had his tigers at the Marion Mall. Yeah. And I have pictures. I, I don't know. I'd have to go search for them now because it was pre-digital. I actually took pictures of Hannah petting those tigers at the Marion Mall. And oh, it was wow. it was this guy. And it even references, I think you said, yeah, in, in the, the show. episode, it talks about how he did these mall tours, and uh, it shows a map, and it does show Marion on the map. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, we, we, I, I've probably met this guy. I hate to admit that because they were all real crusty looking. I mean, it was real oh, carnyish. Yeah. No, they're they're definitely carny, crusty looking. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it was kind of one of those things when I took it there. I'm like, oh, what have we gotten ourselves into? But she had a ball. We need to watch it, though. Carol Bashkin's going to kill us <laughs> if we start talking too much about this. <laughs> allegedly. 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 Yeah, because she offed her husband, right? Um, yeah, allegedly. I mean, allegedly. But at but she's still walking free. Well, apparently the um, sheriff down there, ha- after this show dropped, has said, came... Oh, God, these hiccups. 
the sheriff down there has come out with a statement saying that he's going to reopen the cold case. Good. That I guess uh, there's a lot of attention now, and he's going to reopen it. I can't get rid of these damn hiccups. I need to scare you. No. No. Yeah. It's hard to do with you just sitting there looking at me, and I can't get closer than six feet. <laughs> so it <laughs> makes it really distancing. hard. Yeah. Yeah. How do I scare you in the age of social distancing? I love this cigar. It's good. It it starts off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It starts off <laughs> really mild. And I'm loving watching you struggle through this. It starts off really mild. And as you burn through it, the pepper uh, pepper flavor does uh, increase as you go. Yeah. To where now I'm in the final. I'm definitely in the final third. This kinda is more your kind of cigar now, isn't it? Coming up on the, mu- uh, the nub. And, um, <laughs> God, these things are pissing me off. And I know everybody's going to enjoy it. No. Oh, so, it's so much fun to watch you. Anyway. You just get madder and madder with every the, hiccup. Uh, the pepper is increasing as we go. And so now I'm I'm in the final third, kind of getting close to the nub, and it's definitely peppery. Yeah, I I think it's a really good stick. And again, I don't know why, but when it comes to like a Monte Cristo, it's not one that I like pick up and keep in the humidor. I mean, I it, should. It's smoking good. It's staying lit and everything. I've in had the a wind. good burn line through the whole. The thing. burn line has been yeah. solid through the whole thing. The construction's good. I have nothing bad to say about this cigar, other than the fact. That it just started off so mild that maybe in the first half of it, I didn't really, you know, feel like I was smoking much of anything. Yeah. It's only in the second half that I finally... Almost like a, a good morning, flavor. a breakfast cigar. Could be. My neighbor was picking on me the other day about that, Matt. He was like, how many cigars do you smoke a day? And I'm like, oh, you know, two or three. And uh, he goes, well, I came out and it was like 1030 and you're smoking a cigar. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good day. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Breakfast cigar. Breakfast cigar. Have a so. nice cup of coffee and a nice mild Connecticut to start the day. It's I am do it. I am getting. I, I am getting near the end here, and uh, aside from the pepper, I am also getting just a little, little hint of that kind of Connecticut bitterness. Mm-hmm. Just a little, little bit of the of the bitterness from the Connecticut. Yep. But it's it's all part of the rich complexity of the cigar. But it, it did start off really creamy. It did. The creaminess, it it was definitely creamy in the beginning. The creaminess did kind of subside a l- little bit. Um, like I said, the pepper kind of took hold in the second half and gradually increased more and more until yeah. you're done with it. Nope. I've been very pleased with this. Yeah. This is, you know, and honestly, it's a cigar I should seek out. I just, for some reason, forget about them. Well, so I have completed... The Monte Cristo White Series. It's a good stick. It is a good stick. So, I uh, and you know this came in the my monthly cigar, the April box. my monthly cigar box, which my monthly cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can have cigars sent to your home every month in a box, and we get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for thirty dollars, and then they also have another box, which is the Presidente box which is eight cigars for $50. Now, that's two of each of the cigars that's in the uh, Robusto box, Corona. And um, <laughs> from there, if you sign up and use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that'll get you free shipping on the first box, and it'll also get you 20% off any of the items in their online store because they have this great little online store where you can buy cigars and other things. Yep. And they have an MSRP guarantee, which basically states that 
All of the cigars in the box have an MSRP guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And like, it's it's rocking this month. I would month. say, April, we're, we're well over 40 bucks um, that you're getting uh, for only $30. So that's that's great. It's like getting a stick for free. Exactly. See? So. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, so, Nick, how do people reach out to us on the socials as we wrap up here? We're on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Uh, as always, that's my page. And we have Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and then there's CigarPulpit.com. Good stuff. And we want to encourage people to go on over to CigarPulpit.com, sign up for our free email newsletter, and the newsletter is how people can sign up to be a part of our weekly giveaways. Awesome. Well, just buddy. It's got to be on on the newsletter list. Exactly. And uh, when do we do our next giveaway? Tuesday. We'll be giving away another prize on Tuesday. At least your hiccups are gone. I know, right? Yeah. The hiccups are gone. So, so uh, let me ask you this real quick. Has our winner from this past week reached out yet? Everybody has reached out, and cigars are on their way to everybody. That's awesome. They're going to really love those Martinez boxes we had for I last agree. month. I agree. I agree. So yeah, they're absolutely going to love that. We want to thank Martinez Cigars for pro- providing the uh, prizes for March. The and, Martinez uh, Madness. Exactly. And so um, we're now dipping into stuff that I have, you know, um, that that has uh, accumulated for prizes. And so um, I uh, just need to uh, hopefully get some more prizes. There you go. Addie has joined us out on the deck along with Kristen. So yes. about so time to wrap up and we'll sit say, here and actually enjoy a cigar. Wrap up order. So N- off show. Yes. There so. you go. But I'll tell you, I have loved this Monte Cristo. It was good. It was a nice flashback to simpler cigar times for me. Exactly. So well, good stuff. Anyway, well, hey, it's been a great cast. Yep. This has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Take it easy, everyone, and stay smoky.